Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. Honey is here to save you some money when you shop online. Also, today we're brought to you by Babbel. Babbel's going to get you speaking all them languages. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. Before our recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Cax and Crandar in the morning. It's excitement. It's excitement. It's here. I don't know why that was so funny to me. <laughs> it's here. It's excitement. It's, excitement. it's ready. <laughs> Nothing says I'm not excited like repeating it's excitement twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's excitement. Here it it's is. It's excitement. It's the excitement. excitement has arrived. <laughs> uh, how's your excitement going? Oh, uh, my excitement is going well. Um... Trying to recover from our movie night last night. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I might have made a devil drink that I probably shouldn't have. The Scorpion King, yeah. <laughs> the Scorpion. My new drink, the Scorpion King, which was Sprite. Tequila. Tequila and then triple sec. <laughs> that is a Scorpion King drink. It really was. It wasn't bad, but it was. It had a punch that oh, I, it yeah. was unexpected. But it wasn't bad. I think what happened is all the tequila settled to the bottom. So by the time I was at the bottom, like <laughs> when we were towards the end of that movie, it was rough. It was rough. Oh yeah. <laughs> Plus, we we actually watched the Scorpion King. So we did. It would be kind of weird if you made a drink called the Scorpion King just for really no reason as we watched like. Some it was other in movie. honor of the movie. I mean, you can make yeah. it at any time. Yeah. In honor of The Rock's first big movie. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen that movie since it came out in theaters in like 2002. So it was crazy to watch. It's a wild film. It's really a, a like snapshot of a time where I guess everyone was like, okay, here's the deal. Every person in this movie must be gorgeous. Every person. <laughs> Except the guy that's the uh, like Rob Schneider Mathis. That guy's still attractive. That's true. I'd He's like, just like the least attractive of all the attractive <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, that, that checks out. But Which is crazy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But it's like this ancient... Pre uh, Egyptian Egypt, I guess, and everyone is definitely down to bone. Except every woman's also trying to steal your weapon. Every single woman, yeah, is after your weapons. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's just like and the kids are after your money, <laughs> right? The kids are after <laughs> your money. The women are after your weapons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the moral of this story. Yeah. Oh, and if you have magic powers that let you see the future, if you have sex, you lose those powers, but then gain the power to talk to animals. Yes, that's an important one. That's very important. <laughs> it lets you decide what you value more, future or animal talking. It's like one of those images with the button. Wait, with the button? Or it's it's the red pill, blue pill thing. That, uh, that yes. name. I see. Like, what do you want? The ability to see the future or talk to animals? It's that one. <laughs> uh, it was overall still solid, fun movie. You're right. It was a, it was a fun movie. You know, and it wasn't a great movie. But no, by no means. No. It was fun. That's really all you need. It's kind of like this podcast. It's not great, but it's fun. <laughs> Are you saying we're the Scorpion King of podcasts? <laughs> yes. That is what I'm saying. I'll take it. That means we are on that hot spectrum and women are trying to steal our weapons and kids are trying to steal our money. Yeah, that sounds right. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, that was a fun time. Good stuff. Uh, and then that was really, we really did like a 45 minute Cox and Crendor episode before that even started. So that was we like really a pregame. Did. I don't remember what the hell we were talking about, though. I, 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 I have no clue. Yeah, no, I don't remember. It was something. It was something that people seemed to enjoy because <laughs> we had like a lot of people watching at one point. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah, Thanks. People love the movie nights. Yeah, it's fun. Big fans. Big fans of the old movie nights. Yeah. People, it keeps growing. Every yeah. time we have more people. It's great. I just love yeah. being able to watch like dumb old movies or Nick Cage movies. We've run out. There are no more Nick Cage movies yeah. on that platform that we can watch. Yeah. Twitch, Amazon. You got to reload. Go get some new ones. Come yeah. on. Not for sure. And there, for the first time in a while, there were a ton of Nick Cage movies on there, and we've seen them all. Yeah. Why is, why is mom and dad not? I would love to watch that again with an audience. Oh, yeah. That would oh be great God. with an audience. That is a, that is a movie right there. <laughs> I love that film. That was, that was, that was an experience. That's my, that I think my favorite Nick Cage movie is mom and dad i think so too that movie was just insane so that was fun good old movie night yeah uh Always what about fun. your uh your actual uh, life my my actual life <laughs> yeah. uh you know it's been all right i this past week was crazy because we had just a lot of filming to do uh some stuff that fans love are coming back to the channel and so we just did a lot of that so that was pretty much my week and then realizing that uh I had a bunch of other things to do in between the time that, you know, like there's a weird thing that I think it, it's, you know, like the saying when it rains, it pours like that. Right. Except like the good version of it. You know how, I, uh. I don't know if this is a, if this is something most people can relate to, but I feel like it kind of is like, uh, if you get a girlfriend or boyfriend and then suddenly all these other people seem attracted to you. Right. Right. You find out like, oh, this other person was into me or this, uh, right? And suddenly you now have like all these people that before you were like, I was single for a year and a half. Where were y'all, <laughs> right? And then suddenly they're like, right. oh, I like him now. I think that thing happens to people sometimes. For me, the case is with uh, like doing sponsorships or doing like a brand deal thing. Mm. I will accept one and then be flooded with like 12 more. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't possibly do all this. But for some reason, my brain is like, Jesse, do it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. And then I'm, I'm just swamped and overwhelmed. It's not a bad thing at all. It just right. means that all of my time is devoted to all these things because I'm trying to like hustle and grind out here. And then, you know, it'll be like a month and a half before anyone else contacts oh, yeah. me. But <laughs> when it happens, I'm strike like. while the iron's hot. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to take it. And yeah. so I've been doing a lot of that this, like, the past week and a half is just a lot of that. Yeah. No, I feel that. That's especially in the, the early months, the January, February, everything's down. Right. You know? Right. You got you to gotta take advantage. I That's did. one of the things that people I don't think understand about. We've been in this so long that January, February has always sucked. Always. Oh, yeah. And I keep seeing people post, like, Twitch, this is, my, this is how much money I made in December. This is how much money I made in January. What's going on? And I want to just hug them and be like, life, bro. It, it happens. It's fine. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. This is been this uh, way for 10 plus years. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, 14. And every time. Yeah. Every time. 
The only time it was good was when Machinima was paying me a flat rate back in 2011. But you were still getting ripped off. Right? Still <laughs> like, getting ripped off, but yeah. they were paying a flat rate, so they were getting slightly screwed over in the bad months, which is why they tried to pivot everyone off of those contracts. That and they were that. illegal. They're in perpetuity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that most people don't understand that no one's, after the holiday seasons, no one is spending money on ads, and that's how we make all of our money. Yeah, and they just so, spent it all in the holidays. Yeah, and and so during December, it's a good time if you're a streamer or a YouTuber or whatever, you're doing well. But after that, for the first couple months of the year, it's like a wasteland. And yeah. people get really worried and scared. It's like, well, that's why you save money, you put money aside. You do, like, you gotta be smart with it. You yeah. can't just keep traveling the world like we keep seeing people do, which again, still blows my mind. That there's it's a crazy. sizable portion of the streaming community that just travels all the time. And I'm like, when do you work? Dude, what I swear to do? God, there's like some of those people, they're like, ah, I need another break. It's like they took like five breaks in the last like three months and they're like going to Hawaii. They're eating like five star. They're just like, yeah, another break. Come back. They stream for like a day and they're like, whoo, that wore me out. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. A lot of the time I see people who I question how they earn a living because I know what I do. I know what you do. I know what a considerable amount of people in our industry do right. daily for work and how much time they put in how many hours they put in and it just blows my mind that there's a portion of you know our peers that appear to be doing amazingly but also not working at all i know i've seen a few streamers they'll like stream like twice a month and when they're like guys big stream and then they're just like this is sponsored by coca-cola <laughs> and i'm like oh there it is right man like, that has to be one of those who you know things because that breaks my heart oh it definitely is <laughs> they are definitely part of a big you know, tree of who, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's kind of what it is in general. When you look at, um, the streamer, streamer, streaming, whatever the hell the new right. award show is, the everyone involved thing. with that. Like when you saw last year, everyone's like a friend of someone else and someone was this and someone was dating this person. It's like all high schooly. And it's also cause they're young too. Like yeah. they all seem to be early twenties. I'm just like, been. Oh boy. <laughs> Plus like nobody else was doing it back when we started. There's like a very True. small group. Now it's like a billion different people doing it or trying to do it. It's like, like I remember we used to on co-optional get like three to 5,000 viewers. And it was like number one to three on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And now you're not even like top a hundred at that point. That's like true. Insane. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Things have changed. So you got more people watching it, more people trying to do it. Everything's just oversaturated. Uh, it's, it's crazy out there. Which is why you need to go to patreon.com slash Crendor, <laughs> which I've revamped here. a bit. Fantastic. Oh, Check it out. Great, wow. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. I, Please. It is interesting to me to see that the way the landscape has changed makes it very impossible for most people to get even started. Yeah. And so when people ask me, like, how would you do this? I don't know. We were fortunate enough to start before making money online was even a thing. Yeah, no, I did YouTube for two years before I did it. But still, honestly, doing YouTube is still the best way to get into it. Because you can, I mean, if you're on Twitch, you can stream for a week straight. You can stream nonstop, like, 12 hours a day and have, like, one to five viewers. But on YouTube, you could put all that time and effort into making, like, a really good, well-thought-out video and, like, doing all this stuff. And it'll get more traction because, like, you can post it in places. Blogs will post it. People share it. 
And like, they don't have to know who you are. They aren't like, is this big streamer? Blah, blah. They're just like, oh, it's a cool video. And then you grow from that. Like, it's it's 100% easier. I mean, when I started, it was literally, I like World of Warcraft funny videos. And people have stopped making them. So I was like, I think I can make pretty good ones. And so I started doing it. And that was literally it. And like, nobody else was making them. They were all like, yeah, you know, I'm tired of it. Like the old, old school, super old school wow people. And then... I was literally the only one. I would like hit the, the top 10 search engine all the time because I would just be like, hey, look, it's my videos because nobody else is making any. So, like it, that was ex Now it's like every day people flood the algorithm and search engine with like streamer reacts, this thing. Like there's a billion different things. You're absolutely right. Everything is flooded. There are just so many people and so many channels and everyone has more and more access to the technology yeah. That allows you to stream or make videos or whatever. And YouTube and uh, you know, all the different things, <laughs> they make it easier for you to do it as well. Like with in-app things on your phone. Yeah. It's it's a lot. <laughs> Which there's also just a lot of different platforms. Like there's like even just like TikTok. Then there's Instagram, sh whatever they are, the scroll what are they called instagram stories or instagram reels that's what it is uh, reels yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then stories are another thing that exists there but are not YouTube reels, shorts whatever. and then youtube shorts dude i swear to god okay let me rant about youtube shorts go for uh, it i am so tired of seeing youtube shorts in my <laughs> subscription feed and it drives me insane because i'm like oh let's see what fun videos we got and then it's like half the videos are shorts now and I'm like, yes. listen, I, I don't care. <laughs> and I, w I don't even mind people making shorts because it's good for the algorithm. It's fun. Like, I do it. You know, I try not to overdo it because I don't want to flood people's feeds. But it's like, give me the option to, like, sort by, like, regular video or, like, short or, like, put the shorts in a different tab or, like, just, just some sort of organizational option. For the YouTube shorts. So I literally made a YouTube short that was like, get these shorts out of my sub feed. I'm sure that went over well. <laughs> it actually did. People loved it. <laughs> In fact, looking at the, the rate uh, of likes versus dislikes, 98.7%. I did a I did a poll. Because I like, here's the thing. The, the polls on YouTube are good for algorithm, but I just like making polls. I think they're fun. So I did, where do you primarily watch YouTube? Right? And I did desktop, laptop, phone, TV, and tablet. Uh, so phone won, as you might imagine. Of course. But what do you think the percentage was? Phone? Yeah. Uh, 43% phone. That's what I thought it would be. It was 61%. And that's out of 6.6K votes. So that's over half those people. More than that yeah, on that their phones. That sounds right. It also makes me upset because be... everyone's focusing on making like 4K, 8K oh, yeah. videos. And I'm like, <laughs> everyone's watching it on their phone. Well, that's pointless. Yeah. Plus, uh, I thought the desktop be higher because, I mean, like our audience is all like nerd people from growing up being nerds. But <laughs> I, no, I don't think that. I think you're amazing audience. <laughs> don't listen to Crendor. I mean, what's wrong with being a nerd? Huh? Um. <laughs> So I figured they'd be more on desktop, but I guess, you know, people are older or like they're working or like you're out and like you just, you know, it's easy to just pull up YouTube on your phone now, no matter where you are. Maybe you're laying in right. bed, on couch, whatever it might be. And then desktop's 26%. 
Uh, TV was 6%, laptop 4%, tablet 2%. Uh, so that was interesting. I was, I was happy I did that poll because I was like, damn, I didn't know that many people were on their phone. What does that translate to for content creation, right? Uh, like, what does that mean? It probably means more people are using the YouTube home thing because I don't, it's kind of harder to navigate to your subscription tab, I think, on the app because it opens you right away to the home feed. Uh, it also probably means thumbnail design is going to be different because when you're looking on a phone, it's different from looking on a computer. Uh, so, you know, there's a few things that go into it. In my mind, that means if you're on your phone, you don't want to stay on your phone for a long time looking at one thing, right? Right. So shorter is better, which I guess is why shorts or reels or TikToks make sense. But I'm curious, like, what does that translate to for video videos, you know? I mean, eh, you still might be watching, like, longer videos. It depends on what you're doing, I guess. Like, maybe you're sitting in your car eating food you just got, and you, like, put your phone up on your steering wheel while you're parked eating. Been and there. Just done that. a video. Yeah? Yeah, done that. So, I mean, you could be watching longer videos like that. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, my God. So, today, I was at the gym before we recorded this, and I was like, I'm going to go in the sauna for, like, five minutes. Because usually after I work out, I go in the sauna. You know, it, like, loosens up your muscles. You know, like, all like, yeah. Uh, sure. so I went in, there was a like 70 year old, fully naked man. That is every gym that has ever existed. Yes. Yep. And then this like probably like 50 year old kind of like, uh, he looks like, <laughs> uh, like scraggly hair, like long kind of brown, black, scraggly hair, goatee. <laughs> like he looks like he just went on like a Vegas binge. Uh, and they were just talking to each other. So I just sat down. I turned off my AirPods. <laughs> so I was like, I got to hear this. And he was just oh, yeah. like, you know, we just need to stop making everything outside the country. We just got to stop doing it. And then the other guy's like, the problem, man, is that we're consumers, right? We consume. We are a country of consuming. And like, you ain't going to stop that. And he's like, yeah, but what if we just made stuff here? We just make it. He's like, can't do that because the prices go up, you know? And like, people are going to complain the prices are too high. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both, <laughs> then, I mean, like, they're both pretty accurate in it would be better if we made more stuff here, but also the prices would increase. But also, yeah. if I was there, I'd be like, you know, the reason why there's been relative stability in the world and why we aren't blowing each other up all the time is because of trade. So when countries make stuff and ship it here and we make stuff and ship it there, we have incentive not to go to war with each other because we're all making money. Yeah. I learned that from video games. <laughs> yeah. So like that should in theory be, you know, a good reason to be like, okay, well, some things we can make overseas and you know, yeah, but then things like that. My favorite part is like after all that they pause. Then he goes, "I used to drive like a an old Toyota Chevrolet Camaro hatchback '73 yep. <laughs> or whatever it was." The guy's like, "No way!" And he's like, "Yep, that's what I used to drive back." You know how much I paid for it? Eighteen hundred dollars. And he's like, "No fucking way!" And he's like, "Yep, that's what I paid." And I was like, all right, <laughs> I've had enough. And then I got out. I'd love to, to pay $1,800 for a car, even if it was kind of a death trap. Yeah. Still cheap. That's a cheap ass <laughs> death trap, my man. That is. Yeah. So uh, great time. I need to keep going in the sauna. 
I missed that. Then again, every once in a while, you run into that one guy who like talks to you. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that guy, for instance, before COVID. I forgot his name. It was like Greg or Gary or something. That sounds ter- That sounds dark, dude. <laughs> you know what? I haven't seen him since before COVID. I wonder what happened to him. I mean, like, I oh. genuinely don't know. He said he wanted to go back to California, so maybe he went back there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's selling car batteries or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't have any of that. I no one talks to me. No one, unless they want that. I feel like I have a want something face. <laughs> like no one talks to me. And be like back in my day, and instead they're like, "You look like you'd like to sign a petition, or can I have a dollar, Mister?" <laughs> I mean, you do say that you always have like the craziest people like come up to you though. But they don't like they don't talk about like I got a car, but. My people that talk to me are like, you see that planes aren't real. <laughs> like what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They just, for some reason they see you and they're like, this guy definitely needs to hear that planes aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has to know. Nobody else will understand. The other day I'm out. It's nighttime. I'm driving down the road and I end up at a stoplight. And this guy walks up next to my car, all tatted out, knocks on the window. You don't do something like you just don't do that right. on the in the middle of the street. You just don't yep. do that. Knocks on the window. I look at him and he holds up a sign that says uh, "ex-convict looking for a handout." <laughs> what? And I was like, "No, I don't want to roll down my window. I like I don't want to judge anyone, bro." <laughs> but it, it's like. 9 p.m. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna roll down my window because yeah, you got a sign. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd roll down my window for like anybody at that point. If it was like a Girl Scout and it's 9 p.m. and she's like, "Hello, do you want cookies?" I'm like, "Hell no, demon." Yeah, no. 9 <laughs> no. p.m. They should be in bed. Right? Give like, me. They're selling mm-hmm. cookies. That's up to something. Again, no this is that crazy intersection where, like, there's a bar. That's what I was going to ask. Was it the crazy intersection? It always is. It always <laughs> is. Always. It is. This is the, again, let me just stress for the record. This is the intersection where, for a time, there was a giant billboard of famed internet streamer Ninja. Just, like, posing, <laughs> and there was an ad, it was like an ad for his clothing line. This is how crazy this intersection is. There's a restaurant that has changed hands five times in the last five years. Every year, it's a different restaurant. This year, it is a African food place. And I would tell you more. I'd be more specific because Africa's a continent, but I can't because it literally is like African food place. <laughs> it's just the name of it. I'm t- it the the name is like, place. I don't want, actually, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to like yeah. blast them. <laughs> but uh, the name is so vague and it's like best African food. I'm like, I don't, that is not descriptive at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has a picture of like a guy smiling, holding a bowl of food. I'm like, okay. Huh. But the thing is, is it used, before that, it used to be an Italian place. And before that, it used to be, a, no, I think it was Italian, then Chinese. Now it's African. So it's going around the world. They, and the craziest part is, I think it's the exact same people. And they're using the exact same equipment, but because no one goes there, they just keep changing. <laughs> so spin the wheel. See what we land on this year. It's it's a wild place. Dude. I feel like this is like the Bermuda Triangle. It is a place. It's one of those busy intersections in the city, but no shops or anything can spring up there at all. Right? Like yeah. the only place is like, for example, there's a bar that uh, is near there. It's maybe like, I don't know, 150 feet from the intersection. And... <laughs> 
it is, it's, you know, it's like kind of right off of it. Right. But that bar at night, especially Sunday nights, because they do football games there, which I'm sure today will be totally fine. When people leave the bar, they don't just like, you know, let's get to our car. They like walk out in the street and like talk in the street. This is a major, in- you have to avoid people. Cops come now and like escort them across the street because they'll just stand there and talk. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. That is, man. I, like I said, this is the Bermuda Triangle of intersections. This is like the craziest intersection I've ever heard. It only, get, it only gets weirder every time I'm there. It only gets crazier. <laughs> and I, it's hard to believe that that's the case, but it always does. And I always keep forgetting the things that happen until we either mention it or, I, or it happens to me day of recording the podcast. Because <laughs> so much happens there. It's like overwhelming. At least it makes for uh, top quality material to talk about. It does. It's just bizarre to me that with it. I, I shouldn't be bizarre. That's a lie. It, I live in a section of the city that is very touristy. And that intersection, if you just keep following one of the roads, you literally end up at the ocean. Yeah. So, like, tourists are there and locals are there. It's a major intersection. So, like, I get it. But LA got to calm down. <laughs> it's too <laughs> crazy in there. People are wacky, wacky. <laughs> well. You know what's not wacky? <laughs> oh, boy. Learning with the awesome power of Babbel. That's Whoa. what. One of the most exciting things you can do for yourself this year. Because, look, we're just starting. It's just February. You got time. You got time before summer, before new travel experiences, before you just take on the rest of this year. You have time to learn a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. With Babbel, all you need is 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. In fact, my Spanish-speaking powers have gone to the point where, for a brief moment, I almost, my mom has always wanted to go to Spain. For a brief moment, I almost convinced her. I was like, we should go! I can I know what I know how to get us around. We can do this. My mom was like, sure, sure, sure. And then immediately was like, it's expensive. <laughs> and so now I, I don't know what we're doing. But hey, maybe we can go to Tijuana. Like, I gotta yeah, use my go. abilities somehow. Other language <laughs> learning apps use AI for their lessons plans. But Babbel, 150 language experts, voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven. To be effective, it's like when you're immersed in another language, uh, you go to another country and you watch TV for a while, you start picking up things. Babbel's just like that, except it has 14 different languages to choose from. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can get podcasts and games and videos and stories, even live classes. Plus, it all comes with a 20 day money back guarantee start your language learning journey today with babble that's b-a-b-b-e-l so go to babble b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash cox and you can get 55 percent off your subscription again when you go to babble.com slash cox babble language for life also today we're brought to you by honey 
Honey is the best way to save money when you shop online. It's, it's so simple, so easy. Let me just, I'll give you an example. We needed a, uh, like a coat hanger or, or like a coat rack in the office because everyone was complaining that they didn't have a place to put their coats. I've never once had this thought process like, boy, we need a coat rack. So they were like, get a coat rack. I was like, okay. Went online and went to Wayfair. I'm going to give them a shout out. Wayfair, which is like, you know, a uh, uh, furniture store online. Right. Honey code worked. Bing, bang, boom. Save $6.03. Honey is great because instead of having a coupon code or manually searching for a coupon code, Honey does all the work for you, right? When you hear all these coupon codes from various podcasts and things, Honey's got you. It's a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So like I said, imagine you go shopping, uh, you need headphones or you need, uh, you know, some type of uh, furniture or you need, I'm trying to think of what else you could get. Uh, clothing, right? Sears, I know, works well with them. Same with Kohl's. Um, you need like something. Go online, go to checkout. And when you do, a little button's going to pop down. It's going to be like, Hey, do you want to apply coupons? And within a few seconds, Honey will search for coupons all over the internet, find the best one, the price will drop. It's that simple. Honey works on desktops, works on your iPhone. All you got to do is go to Safari and just go nuts. Get PayPal Honey free at joinhoney.com slash cox. That's joinhoney.com slash cox. All right, Crater, let's go traffic out there. The guy the traffic out there. Oh boy, traffic out there is wild. Here we are taking a look at the traffic. Uh, we've got at least five ships backed up in the old uh, canal. Uh, we do have three helicopters behind us trying to pass us. They're gonna have to wait as we look down at the traffic. Uh, I see the cars are backed up on the 82 all the way back to the 107 and the 196. Uh, even going down to the 205. Oh my God. I haven't seen it like this in a while. And, uh, then you got the, the airplanes. They're not even taking off because of this crazy traffic out here. And, uh, oh, everything just cleared up. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to weather. Uh, welcome to the weather desk. Here we are. Uh, this one is pretty cool. It's a weather quest for Tiwanuku, Bolivia, a small village nearby ancient ruins of the same name that was populated from about 100 to 1000 AD, several hundred years before the Inca Empire. Uh, How do you even spell that? It is uh, T-I-W-A-N-A-K-U. Uh, at its peak, it had a population of 10,000 to 20,000. It's located between the border of Peru and the Bolivian capital of La Paz, near... Uh, Lake Titicaca. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. This place is... They got, like... This place is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you live... Wait, where do you live here? So, I guess I'm looking at the UNESCO World Heritage Site and not where people live. Oh, maybe. Uh, Wait, why is it... Why is it not even showing up on this thing? That's what I'm saying. It's, uh... The unless unless there's you're talking about like uh, a nearby city or something. Hold on, yeah. Where's like a? Because everything else, there is a city that does have a plaza, Plaza Principal de Pueblo. 
I can't even find it on the weather.com. Hold on. Cologne de Below. Weather.com. Cat's going insane. All right, there we go. Tiwanuku. It is Tiwa. Oh, wait. Tiwanaku. Uh, no, that's. I'm, here. I'm just going to. The closest is. Yeah, I guess La Paz is the closest. Where are the La Paz? There we go. <laughs> Sorry, viewer. 55. Well, I said La Paz. 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, feels like 54. You got your pressure at 30.57 inches. Your humidity at 73%. Your visibility at 6 miles. Your wind going 6 miles an hour. Sun rising at 626 a.m. Setting at 7.06 p.m. Dew point 47. UV index 0 of 10. And a moon phase of the waning gibbous moon. Looking at the 10-day. We've got 45 degrees tonight with cloudy skies. Few showers. Late. Chance of rain. 30%. Uh, Monday, scattered thunderstorms, 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Tuesday, 58 with scattered storms. Storms. Wednesday, 58 with scattered storms. Thursday, 63 with clouds. Friday, 61 with storms. Saturday, 54 storms. And Sunday, 59, mostly cloudy. So really, I think it was pretty nice weather. You get like some around 60 degrees with some scattered rain. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a vibe. I am obsessed with the fact that once again, clicked on this lovely city. Want to see what the food scene was? Stumbled upon Boo Boo's Burgers. What? Uh-huh. I never want anyone else in the rest of the world to tell us that Americans are fat because the way we eat. Look at these <laughs> burgers; they are huge. Oh my god, that is gigantic. These yeah, the thing is, the French fries like they have like I don't even know what the everything looks delicious, but it looks American as hell. Except about halfway through, there's this chicken dish oh yeah that looks, looks like oh good. that thing looks amazing yeah that looks pretty good oh um, yeah look at that these burgers are huge these are gigantic burgers though yeah boo boo burger boo 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 <laughs> the boo boo burger god my god they got like super melty cheese yeah man they got one thing here i don't even know <laughs> every look here's what i'm gonna say every person there is smiling so <laughs> You know, I get that must that must mean something. They do all seem happy. Look at that. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Now I I zoomed out a bit and I think this is the same as uh Sweden with pizza. They have so many burger places. They have Che Burger. They have uh Chaka's, which is I think a burger place. They have uh <laughs> I think a burger. I think it's a burger place. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, they all vanished. Hamburguesas, uh, Toro is on there. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at them right now. There's a whole bunch. A whole bunch of burger places. What all is right. la, 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 la... I can't even pronounce this. <laughs> la, 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 yave? <laughs> la, 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 la. La, 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 yave? Trying to look at this. This looks like... Now, this looks like... When I was in Peru, this looks like the food I ate. Like a lot of really hearty... Like this looks, the burger place looks American as hell. This place looks kind of like what I ate when I was in Peru. Just a lot of like, throw a bunch of stuff on a plate. It was delicious, oh, yeah. but just throw it all on the plate. Yes, yeah, like meat, meat and veg cheese, and tomato, yeah, everything. And it was onion. yeah, like this shot is potato, meat, and egg. Like that seems. I I would love to know if if you're from Peru and you're listening. 
Is that like a regional, this is the meal? Like when you think of an English breakfast, you kind of know what's on it. Does this have a name, whatever this is? Because yeah, this whole like potatoes and meat and veg, like, uh, and then an egg on the side. Is all egg one on the plate. Side. Is that like a thing? <laughs> Should I be aware of that? Does that have a name? It's delicious. Whatever it is, it's great. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah, this also looks like a small restaurant. Oh yeah, it's like on the corner. Yeah, like dude. In the I, see, of little corner stops. They're they're just shit, man. Yeah. A lot of these, when you click on the restaurants, though, the problem is, is you click it and there is nothing. <laughs> like, not even one image. Yeah. No, I know. It's just like the building. You like, yeah. don't even see the, the likes. There's no signs. It's just like building. Yeah, there's a lot of places. What is this place? Another. Oh, no. I, may, I might have circled back around to Boo Boo's Burgers again. I was about to say another Boo Boo's Burgers. <laughs> They're all over. <laughs> Boo Boo's everywhere. Gusto. Snack Law Academia. Yo, that has one picture of the front and everything's closed. There's no other pictures. Same with Snack Mary. Snack Mary is all gated. I don't see any, I don't see a single image of food or what it is. There's a lot of places that just don't have anything. I don't even know if I they're real. what that is. Are, so in Peru, is a snack thing like a place where you would go? Is it like a bodega, like a corner store? I don't know. Like, because a lot of places that have snack in the name, I keep looking at it. Is it like where you get a snack pack? Like, you get some sort of like chips with a meat on top of it, sauce situation? Or is it like, what's the vibe? Yeah, I keep seeing things that have snack in their name are, it just looks like it's closed every single one. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, that's the weather. <laughs> Look at that. That's the weather. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Uh, sports, we are on Super Bowl Sunday, and we're recording this before the Super Bowl. It's Chiefs-Eagles. I really don't care who wins, but I'm Neither cheering for the Eagles because uh, <laughs> they have Minshew. So it's true. I, it's if true. Minshew can win a Super Bowl, even as a backup quarterback, I think that would still be great. Um, so really just pulling, him for, pulling for him for Minshew. Uh, and then uh, over in basketball... We've got the Celtics in first, the Bucks a game and a half behind. You got 76ers, Cavs, Nets, and Heat in the top six. And then in the West, you got the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Mavericks, Suns, and Clippers, with the Suns acquiring uh, Kevin Durant, the trade deadline huge, and the Mavericks getting Kyrie Irving, so the West getting a little crazier. Uh, and then in the NHL, We've got the Bruins in first, the Hurricanes in first, the Stars in first, and the Golden Knights pulling ahead into first in all their different divisions. And uh, believe it or not, baseball is starting in a week. Spring training. People report uh, reporting for spring training duty over in baseball. <laughs> it's hard to believe. We joked about it last week. It just never ends. The seasons never end. They never end. And that's uh, sports. All right. What's our fact of the day? Fact of the day. Yep. <laughs> um, a man once set a record by putting on over 260 t-shirts. Why do the, I feel like I know this? I feel like I know this too. But I feel like, I don't think a video I'm, maybe or something. That maybe existed? there was a video. There might have been. Now you got me looking. 
it does look like there is <laughs> there is a guy in many t-shirts. World record most t-shirts. Uh, after the 20th shirt, he required assistance until the 260th shirt. Around 150 shirts in his or in his team was concerned about his ability to breathe due to the amount of fabric hugging him. In the end, he was able to beat the previous record of 257 shirts. Yep, there's a photo of him. Uh, he is covered in shirts. Like, a lot of shirts. Yep, that is a lot of shirts. The last shirt doesn't even seem like a shirt. It doesn't. Like it's, it's, <sighs> it seems, it's too big. It's way too big. And honestly, I don't know why you would want to do this. <laughs> I, I don't know. He made a YouTube video about it, though. Interesting. I mean, I guess in the winter, you got nothing else to views. do. Yeah, I guess. It's <laughs> like, hey, we just keep putting on t-shirts. You know? That's crazy. Like, I wonder if he just decided to randomly do this one day, like he's just bored, or if he probably really... Saw the video where there's been videos of people doing this before. He probably was like, I wonder if I could beat that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's such such a weird thing to have like a record for people have records for weird shit all the time when it comes to guinness book of world records yeah like at what point does it get too crazy here we go stupidest records revealed on guinness world record day we got uh cycling backwards with a violin we've got Great. most snails on a face <laughs> <laughs> why bro why uh, most eggs crushed with head. Uh, most people brushing their teeth simultaneously. Largest collection of sick bags. Longest ear hair. Largest Smurf meeting ever. Ain't most it. married person. <laughs> highest jump by a guinea pig and the hardest kick in the groin. It really, it really is just. Well, we gotta have something. <laughs> yeah. No, we gotta have something, dude. Like, it's, it's like, I wanna do this. It's like, I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, so there's your fact of the day. All right. What is our big news story of the day? Well, speaking of world records, Tiny Mouse, named after Patrick Stewart, scurries into the Guinness World Record books. What? You can't keep doing this. Okay, what? <laughs> First off, is the mouse named Patrick Stewart, or is it like Meowtrix? No, that's not right. What do mice do? <laughs> what do mice do? Patrick Stew Cheese. <laughs> like, what is the what is the name? What is the goof name? I don't know. Let's see. A tiny California mouse now has a big title after winning a Guinness World Record for longevity. A Pacific Pocket Mouse named Pat, after Star Trek actor Patrick Stewart, received the Guinness approval Wednesday as the oldest living mouse in human care at the ripe age of nine years and 209 days at the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance uh, announced. Pat was born at the San Diego Zoo on July 14, 2013. Uh, the Pacific pocket mouse, which weighs as much as three pennies, is the smallest mouse species in North America and gets its name from cheek pouches the animals used to carry food and nesting materials. Uh, the mouse once had a range stretching from L.A. to south the south to the Tijuana River Valley. The population plunged after 1932 because of human encroachment and habitat destruction. Oh. Humans! The mouse was <laughs> thought to be extinct for 20 years until tiny isolated populations were rediscovered in 1994. 
in Dana Point in Orange County, but the species remains endangered. In 2012, the Alliance began a breeding program to help save the mouse from extinction. Last year, the Alliance recorded 117 pups born in record 31 litters. Many of the mice will be reintroduced to the wild this spring. New population of Pacific pocket mice was established in Orange County's Laguna Coast Wilderness Park, and the mice began breathing without human assistance in 2017. Though it doesn't receive the publicity of larger and more charismatic species, the Pacific pocket mouse is critical to its ecosystem because the mice disperse the seeds of native plants and their digging encourages plant growth. This recognition is so special for our team and significant for our species, said Deborah Shear. Uh, it is indicative of the dedication and incredible care we as an organization provide for each species and the largest to the very smallest. Fascinating. You know yeah. what? I love that little tiny mouse guy. Yeah. Love him. It's another one of those things like the bees, right? Like you're like, oh, it's just a mouse. That mouse is making the plants, you know, grow in that habitat. Without it, you're not going to get your plants, right? (laughs) No more plants. You have to, you know, just the desert. It's really, this mouse is carrying. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? He's carrying the city on his back. The whole city? The The mouse is carrying the city? He may weigh three pennies, but he's carrying that city on his back, <laughs> like bringing these seeds all over. He may weigh three pennies. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's your that's your big news story. All right, that is it for us. Thanks so much for listening, watching, and enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. Socials, we got youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. Go see all these podcasts up over there. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell, be notified when these go up. Also, you can go to youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor. All the animations over there. Do the same thing over there. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're a lot of places. Also, go check out our other stuff. We got patreon.com Jesse Cox and patreon.com slash Crendor. We got YouTube Jesse Cox, YouTube Crendor, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Twitch Jesse Cox, Twitch Crendor, uh, Instagram Notorious Cox, Instagram Crendor was taken, TikTok Jesse Cox, TikToks, TikTok Crendor, and Warhammer Crendor on YouTube, and Cox Clips, and Cren Clips, and that's it. We'll see y'all next time, and as always, shake the rhino. Shake that rhino. To be continued.